Five Drive. Catch up. Chris, firstly, congratulations on the series My Better World, winning an international Emmy Award in the kids' factual and entertainment category. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. How do you feel? Oh, I mean, we're so excited. It was just an absolutely crazy night. It was just so exciting to be at the Emmys and to to get the award on behalf of our, our huge Pan-African team. We, from seven different African countries, a huge contingent in, in Joburg and Cape Town. So we're delighted to, to have won this for the whole team. Yeah. And what does it mean to you guys to be winning something as big as this? I mean, you went all the way to New York and I believe you're in the USA at the moment still, right? Yeah, so we came to New York for it. I mean, it, it's it's great recognition for for African storytellers. I think we we worked on this series for four years, and an award like this hopefully gets us more funding, allows us to make more programming like this. It's an educational series, but it's meant to be entertaining, and so to entertain and educate teens. And we want to try and get more funding for programs like this, so so we can make more stuff. And on that note, can you tell us more about My Better World? You mentioned it's educational for teens. In what way is it educational and what kind of subjects do you tackle? Yes, so the the, the sort of um, source material, the inspiration came from this life skills curriculum that is being taught to teens in in some southern African schools in in Zimbabwe and South Africa. And we we were given this curriculum, we decided to try and turn it into something that would be entertaining and engaging and could reach a much wider audience. So to give you some real examples, there was a theme in the, there was was an element in the curriculum about being confident and being assertive. so we developed this this group of friends. They're six six teenage friends, and they go on different adventures and they face different challenges in their community. One of which is is Abby, who's one of the main characters. Her and her mum live together, and an uncle her uncle turns up, and he's arranged a marriage for her. And the the storyline revolves around how does Abby advocate for herself and you know what resources can she um, use to to sort of uh, get out of this arranged marriage or help her mother to persuade her uncle that this is not appropriate for her and you know you know that's one of the heavier themes but there's, there's also fun stuff about you know being confident being assertive uh, you know knowing your rights as a young person but it's it's done in a in a fun and exciting and educational way. I mean, I guess themes are are sort of, you know, universal anyway, but I love that African stories are getting recognition. I mean, it's so incredible. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it. You know, for us, it was uh, our, our funding did come from overseas, but it was so important for us that 100% of the team was African. We we were you know 35 animators from Joburg. I'm a South African from Cape Town. But then, but we what, what was great is we had this this Pan African collaboration. So we had writers in Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, and Tanzania. We had documentary crews in Rwanda and Uganda. So it was a mix of documentary and animation, but. But with these these creative African storytellers from across the continent, and I think it was amazing Ed, to be at the Emmys and to see the response uh, from audiences, from international audiences. And and since the the Emmys, we've had we've been approached by a Brazilian broadcaster and and other bro- international broadcasters wanting to screen the series on on their networks, which is just like amazing and exciting for us. Whoa, that's crazy! Well done. <laughs> 
That's so cool. You know, we, we're lucky enough to have been broadcast on five uh, in five African countries. We've estimated to have reached 140 million viewers, and the, the again the award is hopefully going to attract more broadcasters who want to want to put the show on. We're hoping to be on in South Africa soon, and we want to reach 200 million viewers by by the end of next year. How can people watch My Better World? Is it available? You mentioned it's available in five African countries. Yeah, so right now in South Africa, if you want to have a have a right now in South Africa, if you want to watch the series, go to the Aspire Africa YouTube channel. It's an amazing new YouTube channel with lots of great African content, and the first six episodes of the series are up online. And then we're hoping to get uh, the rest of the series uh, broadcast by a South African broadcaster very soon. Amazing. And just going back to the fact that you're actually in the USA, um, the international Emmys are different Emmys to the one that we are, I suppose, typically used to seeing on TV when, um, I don't know, Grey's Anatomy wins, for example. Can you paint us a a picture of what it was like being there at this awards show in New York? What is how is it different? So the international Emmys, and I must admit, I didn't quite understand the difference before, but what it is, is it's for any program not produced in the US. So you've got the primetime Emmys, which would be sort of your Grey's Anatomy or, um, you know, your current big, big sort of American TV shows. And then the international Emmys are literally for any other show not produced in the, in the US. So, so, for example, Sex Education from the UK, that, that team was there because they were nominated. Oh, wow. um, there were a lot of uh, teams from uh, Brazil, Argentina. But the great thing about the International Emmys is it's incredibly diverse. So in our category, there was a, an incredible uh, Norwegian program about climate change. There was a film from the BBC uh, teaching teenage girls and boys about menstruation. And there was an incredible documentary series from Chile in South America. And it, you know, the, the, the awards itself were, were just you know, similarly diverse and fascinating. So you you had documentary makers from all over the world. You had telenovela stars from Brazil and Mexico and Argentina, and you had documentary makers. It, it was just the most the most incredible evening. Cool. It must be such an amazing experience for you as a filmmaker, producer. It was. I mean, I you know I've been making films now for twenty years and. You know, an award like this doesn't change the quality of the work, but it, it's just great recognition for for our team of of animators and writers and documentary makers. So you know, it, it is really exciting, and and, and it, it was super cool to be there, and and a, and a great honor for all of us. And speaking of the film industry uh, in South Africa in particular, how is our film and animation industry doing at the moment, especially after COVID? Yeah, I mean, I, I came from a from a documentary background, which you know you typically wor- work in very small teams, and then th- this project had a massive animation component. So I've got an, an amazing collaborators uh, called Man Creative, who work out of Johannesburg, and Michael Clark and Johan Skippers head up that organisation. Uh, Mike sadly died uh, earlier this year, so he couldn't be with me to accept the award on, on his behalf, on our behalf. But the, 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 the South African animation industry, I think, is thriving, and I think it's, it's such an exciting space and creative space. We had 35 animators working on this, and, and many have gone on to do really interesting, exciting projects, and I know Disney and Pixar are doing a lot of their animation in South Africa as well. And it, it was it was a relatively COVID-resilient uh, industry because animators could 
could work remotely on their computers, unlike in-person feature films or dramas. Mm. Animators didn't have to stop, so we could carry on production. So I'm incredibly optimistic, but funding remains a challenge. But I hope some, an award like this sort of recognizes the skills and the talent of, of companies like Marn and, and Fundy Films, our company, and attracts more international investment and more people to not just shoot in South Africa, but, but really tell African stories and use African talent to make those stories. Absolutely. And, and Chris, finally, what do you love about what you do? I think I think I became a filmmaker because I love telling stories, and um, you know what what really excites me is and what was amazing in, in this series was getting young people to tell their stories. So we would have script workshops, and we would you know spend a week in Tanzania and Nigeria and Ghana with young people, asking them what was important to them. And, and literally writing the stories with them and then with a combination of animation and documentary, bringing those stories to a, to a wide global audience. That's what's been really exciting about My Better World. Awesome. Well, Chris, congratulations again. We're so proud of you. Thank you so much for all the work that you guys are doing and the word that you're spreading about African stories and the education is just incredible. Thanks, Nadia. I mean, one thing I should probably add, I mean, the recognition like this is, is amazing. And, and, you know, we're so honored to be on 5FM as well. It's like so, so <laughs> cool for us. And what's we've just got some amazing, we were approached by the World Bank and they said, could we do some impact assessment? So, so basically test if a community or a town or a city has, you know, people within that area have watched the series, what change has it brought about? And in northern Nigeria, one of the countries we really were making this series for, in communities that had seen the film, there was a 40% increase in girls' enrollment in schools. I mean, that's what? that's sort of, you know, our first prize. That's amazing. How, how do you connect that I guess or I suppose you can't necessarily directly link it but no, no this was it, it, uh, it this was led by the world's world bank's uh, monitoring and evaluation team and they did this was proper baseline you know oh. they did they had baseline testing and then they had communities where who hadn't seen the film and communities who had watched the films sometimes in facilitated screenings with you know in community settings in schools and and they could actually test the impact of our, our communities that had seen the seen the series. There was this forty over forty percent increase in girls' enrollment. Sure. Well, that's how you know you're doing a good job, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Definitely. Wow. Well, yeah. Again, congratulations. That's really amazing. And yeah, okay. it's fantastic. Thanks, Nadia. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.